Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your girl, Lady C, and I am the creator and founder of this beautiful platform. And you are about to experience one of our Her Story Unplugged live recordings. If you are not a part of our live audience, I want to invite you to tune in with us every Saturday at 6 p.m., via Facebook. And you can find us by searching Her Story Continues. And if you're not a part of our Facebook group, our private Facebook group, I want to invite you to join us at Her Story Unplugged. We would love to have you. Now let's tune in and be blessed. If this is your first time tuning in on tonight, I want to take a moment to introduce myself and let you know that I am Camilla Nesbitt. They call me Lady C, and I am the creator and founder of this beautiful platform, and we just praise God here. There is no, there. we follow the flow of God. However God desires to move, whatever God desires to deposit in, this, in the airwaves, that's what we're doing. We going with God, because I know that when God has a word for somebody, it may not make sense for somebody else, but it was somebody just, that just got blessed. It was somebody that felt like giving up, but they heard one word that I said and they, they begin to start drying their tears or, or they begin to start closing up that pill bottle and they didn't commit suicide because of something that I said. Because God has a, a strategic way of wanting to reach people and desiring to reach people and God will change your program just to be a blessing to somebody else. And so I'm, I'm not caught up in a program I'm not caught up in, in a certain flow. It's however God desires to flow. That's how we flow in. And that's how we flow here in this particular space. But I, I help women to build the confidence that they need that they need to press beyond their fears and pursue their God-given purpose because I desire you to win. I desire you to deepen your relationship with God and to become the very best version of yourself. That's what I desire from you. And I just want to help you get to that place where God has need of you because so many of us, we know that we're called to purpose, but it's like, how do I get there? Like, I know I'm called for a purpose, but how do I walk in purpose? How do I get there? How do I press beyond this fear that I am feeling? How do I press beyond this and gain the confidence that I need to be able to open up my mouth and to praise him and to speak the word or to do what God has given me to do? Not everybody have a microphone. That might not be your purpose. Your purpose might be to encourage somebody because everybody need a word of encouragement. Just to call somebody and say, hey, you were on my mind. Can I pray with you? That's a calling all in itself because everybody needs prayer. Everybody needs prayer. And so I want to help you to just deepen that relationship with God and really go after what it is that God has promised you. Don't give up in the midst of the journey. Don't give up in the midst of it because it's going to get hard because just because we are Christians doesn't mean that we won't experience hardship. Because we, we go through trials as well because that's when God is strengthening our faith muscles. That's when God is strengthening our faith. Our faith is being tried and tested to see will we trust him when we can't trace him? Will we trust him when we can't see it? Can we trust him when we don't understand it? Will we trust God? 
So when you feel that your back is up against the wall, you feel persecuted, you feel distressed, you feel overwhelmed, you feel like it's too much pressure. When you feel that everything is coming up against you all at one time and you don't know how to handle it, you don't know how to funnel it, you don't know how to navigate through it, this is the platform for you. Because when I, you come here, you connect to a sisterhood. You connect to a place of love. You connect to a place that has a culture of love, sisterhood, and support. And so we don't look down upon you because you're having a bad day. We don't look down upon you because you're having a bad week, a bad month, or whatever. But to help you change your perspective about your situation, that's what we're here for, is to help you. But I want, like, every time that we gather and we come together on this platform, I want you to walk away feeling equipped with the word of God, feeling equipped with some type of tool and something to help you on your journey and feeling encouraged when you leave here. And I want you to feel empowered, feeling like you can conquer the world because you can. God says that you are more than a conqueror. And so I want you to know that the conqueror lives in you that Jesus Christ lives in you. So I want you to know the power that you possess. And so what the enemy does, he does not want you to understand the power that you possess on the inside. He doesn't want you to understand that you have all power in your tongue. There's life and death in the power of our tongues. But God wants you to know that no matter what weapon that is formed against you, it cannot prosper. And so when you begin to get that in your head, that God will never fail me, he will never let me down, he would never leave me uncovered. When you begin to get that in your mind that God said no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I feel like I'm about to lose it, but it cannot prosper. I feel like I'm about to give up, but I can, it cannot prosper. So going down the line of every situation in your life, whatever your situation may be, plug it in right there. God said the weapon can form, but it cannot prosper. It forms because it, God is trying to get you to develop and to grow. That's why it forms. But it cannot prosper because it cannot defeat you because you have an assignment. And so you have to make it to the assignment that God has promised you. And so it's up to you and I to make sure we stay in alignment with the will of God for our lives. And so and that's what I want you to do. I want you to come on this platform. When you come here, I want you to come ready to receive the word. I want you to come here with the lid off of your heart and saying, God, I'm open to everything you want to change about me. I am open for everything that you want to deposit in me because I'm ready for change. Because I want you to... Walk away from this platform, this platform, ready to take charge of your life. Because so many times we have, we have, um, we've allowed other people to control our lives. So many times we have allowed our lives to be controlled by the fact of putting ourselves to the back burner as if what we desire doesn't even matter. And so we put ourselves on the back burner. We was in the shadows of everybody else. We were in the shadows of people who were becoming great. We help you become great. We help you push you to your destiny, your purpose. But now when it comes to you, you get stuck and you don't know where to go, but you can encourage some everybody else but you can't encourage yourself you can push everybody else into purpose but you can't push yourself into purpose so pushing yourself is the hardest thing to do but it's uh, it's but it's doable 
And so and that's why you have to get to get connected to a platform that's pushing you into purpose, getting you connected to a platform that's allowing you to discover your true value and stop looking down on yourself. Stop thinking that you're not qualified. You're not capable. Stop saying that you, you just don't know how you can keep up, how you can keep up with the, the pace and all of that. God has designed everything strategically. So where God has seasons, seasons of where you will feel like you're defeated, seasons of where you feel like you're winning, seasons of where you feel like that, okay, I can keep going. You know, it's a little, it's a grind time right now in this season. But one thing about it, God would never fail you in any of those seasons. And so that's what we have to get in our mindset, changing our mindset, because what the enemy does to us is he play on our mind. Our mind is the battlefield. And so he plays on our mind. And the more we begin to manifest on those those negative thoughts and those unbeliefs and those sabotaging thoughts and and defeating ourselves, we already walk into the game already defeated. And so when you begin to change your perspective of your situation and looking at life a little bit differently and changing your lenses and saying that, okay, there's a divine interruption right here. There's a trial that came up right here. It's one thing after another, but I know that I'm not struggling, that I know that I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to fail, but God is elevating me. I don't know what he's elevating me to, but God is elevating me. You have to change the way you look at your situation. Don't look at it as God has abandoned you, forgotten about you, going on and bless somebody else, and he just left you out there. No, God has not. God will never leave you nor forsake you. But you have to know the power that you possess. And so I'm just here to remind you of something that you already know because you already know that you're great. You already know that you're blessed and highly favored. You already know the power that you possess. But I come to just remind you that God is on your side, that God will not fail you. So girl, get back up. And so that's why we have this theme that has been running on for like a whole year of rise up queen and take your place. Because so many times we think so less of ourselves. So many times we think like we are inadequate. We have insecurities. We have low self-esteem. We have that lack of confidence. And whatever the case may be, we have different things that we fear. You know, we fear and all of that have anxiety, depression, whatever the case may be. But rise up, queen, and take your place. There's an assignment that's waiting on you. There's an assignment that God is waiting on you it has your name on it and i wish i can just i wish i can just put my my brain into your brain and just see let you see how blessed you really are and let you see how god has so many things in store for you that God loves you and that God is rooting and he's fighting for you every time you give up you hear that soft still voice that's telling you to keep going keep going when you don't feel like keep, when you don't feel like getting up again, you God tell you to keep going. Rise up, queen, and take your place. But God desires for you to align your heart, get your heart into alignment, get your life into alignment, get your get everything, your your spiritual man into alignment with the will of God for your life. God desires to place you into alignment. And so that's why God has us on this. It was supposed to be a series, but it looks like it's turning into like a whole year theme, like this is our running theme to rise up this year and to take our place. And so God desires for you to 
just align yourself with the will of God because he has something that he deposited in you that he's trying to pull out. And he wants you to be who he has called you to be. And so tonight, that's what I want to help you do. I want to help you get in alignment with the will of God. And I want to encourage you from the topic, finding your way back. Finding your way back. And it can go so many different ways, but I'm just going to talk about it from this perspective on tonight. And so I want to give you three keys. So I hope you have your pen. I hope you have your paper or your phone. Text it in your phone, whatever whatever works for you, but I want to give you three keys on how to help you that will help you find your way back to God. <laughs> Allowing you to find your way back to God and building yourself up, building that, that spiritual foundation brick by brick because we are the house of God. We are that building. We are the vessel of God. We are the temple of God. And so God desires to build us brick by brick. And so I want to give you key number one. Key number one, I'm going to move quickly. Key number one, I want you to be you. Be you. It's just that simple. First key is be you. Don't compromise your identity for nobody. Don't compromise who you are for nobody. Don't compare yourself to anybody else because what God has deposited in you that is your assignment. What God has put on the inside of you, that's going to reach a group of people that God desires to bless, that God desires to save, that God desires to, to deliver and to set free. Don't you minimize who you are and say, I don't have enough, enough gifts. I don't, I, don't, I don't have as many gifts as the other person or this person. No, God say, don't compromise your identity to be accepted. And so that's what a lot of us do. We compromise who we are, whether it be our personality, whether it be our values, or whether it be relationships. We compromise things just to be accepted by somebody else. Somebody else that who, who does not have the roadmap to your future, that does not have the blueprint of what God desired for you to be. You're compromising your identity to be accepted. And so many times people don't like to, they don't like to voice that and they don't like to, to, to say that out loud because they, it's like an almost feeling, it's like you almost feel ashamed to say that, yes, I'm compromising myself to be accepted. You know, because I know that you want to say that you can hold your own, you can stand your own, but there's something on the inside of you that want to be accepted by a certain crew. And so if it's a certain person that you hold near and dear to your heart, somebody that you um, admire, they may not have the same values as you, as you. They may have something a little bit different from you. They may not have the value, the relationships and, and value certain things, and you may compromise those areas of your life just to be accepted by that person. And so what I mean, I can, it can be something as simple. I'm just using this as an illustration to just give you an example of what I'm saying. Of don't compromise who you are. Don't compromise what you like for somebody else. You may not, because me, I don't, I don't like the color orange. I don't like the color orange. I don't. That's me. So if somebody else may say, may like the color orange, and then if I say, well, oh, yes, I like the color orange, I'm compromising who I am because I don't like that. So why am I saying that I do like it 
just because I want to be accepted by this person because orange may be their favorite color, but it's just not my favorite color. Something as simple of that as that. Hope you catch my drill. So it's like don't compromise who you are to be accepted by people. You can improve your character, but don't change your character. Don't allow people to change who you are. Don't ever compromise your character. Be authentic to yourself. You say, Lady C, what is being my authentic self? It simply means staying true to your own personality, your own values, and your own identity, your own relationships. Be loyal to people. Don't, don't sit here and say, don't be loyal to people. Don't say that, okay, well, this person don't, don't like her, so okay, I don't like her either. No, you be loyal. Whether that person is friends with the particular person that you're friends with. And it doesn't have to just be in this particular scenario, but any scenario of relationships, do not compromise who you are. Don't compromise your personality, your values, your relationships, and the list goes on and on. Be true to who you are. Don't allow any type of outside forces, any pressure, any people to pressure you into changing who you are. Do not compromise your identity for people because that's what people do they compromise don't compromise okay i think that's it number two what you're going to need on this journey of finding your way back to whether you're finding your way back to joy you're finding your way back to peace you're finding your way back to god you're going to need mental discipline you're going to need mental discipline. Number one is be you. Number two is developing that, that mental discipline because mental discipline is going to require some commitment on your part. You're going to have to be committed to the call. You're going to have to be committed to the assignment that God has placed upon your life. You have to be committed. It's going to take some sacrifice. It's going to take some commitment. It's going to take you remembering why you started, remembering why God told you to start. It's going to take you remembering your purpose, your true identity and being authentic to yourself, it is going to require some mental discipline. When it's time to get up, you got to get up. When it's time to pursue, you got to pursue. When it's time to move, it's time to move. It's not time to say, no, I give up. I'm tired. I'm this. I'm not going to do this. No. If you have a routine, I need you to stick to that routine. If you are, I need you to stick to what God desires for you to do. Have that mental discipline to keep doing what God requires of you, which is commitment. He needs your commitment to the things of God. So mental discipline. Number one, I told you, be you. Don't compromise your identity to be accepted. You can improve your character, but don't compromise your character. Number two, mental discipline. You need some mental discipline because God requires commitment. Remembering your why, remembering your purpose, and setting those, those clear goals, those goals in your life, and make them realistic. Don't set goals that you cannot achieve. Start off small, and then it gets bigger. Then it gets bigger. So I want you to stay focused. Stay focused. 
stay focused and execute the plan that, that God has for you. Because that's what happens is a lot of times we can be on a journey and we, are, we know that we're called. We know that God has said something to us and God has given us an assignment, but we end up losing focus along the way. And so because we get distracted by other people, and that's the thing, too. You get distracted because you want to be accepted by people. You get distracted with somebody else is doing. You get distracted and you start questioning your call, questioning yourself. You question whether or not this is a, a good idea, a bad idea, a crazy idea. Is it a God idea or is it a me idea? You start questioning yourself because now you're thinking too much. You start overthinking it. And so that's what the enemy does. He wants you to get distracted because he don't want you to find your way back to God. He does doesn't want you to find your way back to your purpose. He don't want you to find your way back to peace. So he tries to distract you in whatever area you're trying to go back to. God, the devil tries to distract you to keep you from moving forward. And so you have to press beyond those oppositions. You got to press beyond that pain, press beyond those doubt, press beyond that persecution. You got to press beyond the circumstance, the situation, whatever is that's coming up against you. You got to know how to push beyond on that because you have to be disciplined in your mind. When your mindset is right, you can move forward. When your mindset is defeated, you become stuck. And so you have to get in your mind that you refuse to lose. You refuse to stay stuck. You refuse to sit here and wallow in your in your tears and wallow and be in, com in complaining and wallow and murmuring and just complaining about every little thing and making up so many excuses. But no, you have to Eliminate your excuses and have, and even sometimes the excuses can be valid. So I'm not going to say that, you know, because life happens. But you have to, when you're executing your plan or writing out your plan and mapping out your plan to, to reach your purpose and to operate in purpose, you have to have a plan B. So if you design your plan A of how you desire this to happen and how you desire to get your peace, how you desire to get this, this whatever in it, that whatever your category may be, you have to have a plan B because what if plan A doesn't work? So don't, you have to, that's how you eliminate your excuses. You eliminate excuses by making a plan B. So you already going into this thing with a plan B. You're not sitting here at the plan A don't work. Now you're scrounging around and now you're stuck and you're trying to figure out where you're going. You're going every which way because you don't know where to go and you become stuck. You become sad. You become depressed. You become anxiety, panic. Everything start happening. All of these emotions start flowing in because you did not have a plan B. Have a plan B. Because that's what the enemy does, is he wants to distract you on your journey so you do not find your purpose. So you do not find your way back to God. You do not find your way back on the path that God desires you to be on. You don't find yourself back into alignment with God. He wants you to stay out of alignment. But you have to be intentional to fight for what you want and to fight what you deserve and to fight for what you desire. You have to be intentional because the enemy is not going to give it to you. You got to fight for it. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough to fight? Or do you want it, do you want it bad enough to fight? How bad do you want it, girl? How, how bad 
do you want to walk in your purpose? How bad do you want to be in alignment with God? Okay, number three, lastly, number three, the third key of finding your way back to that peace, that joy, finding your way back to God, whatever you need to find your way back to. First, what's number one? Number one is be you. Don't compromise your identity. Don't compromise yourself. Number two, you need that mental, develop mental discipline. Mental discipline. You need that commitment to God and remembering your why and your purpose. Number three is build your faith. Build your faith. So what I mean by that is you're going to build your faith because you're gonna, you are going to experience, like I mentioned earlier, some, some Christians feel that we're not supposed to experience hardship. They feel that once we get saved, now we're in the land of just the living. No, no, no. You're not in the land of just joy and abundance and praise and no trials and no persecution. No, if Jesus were persecuted and Jesus went through trials and Jesus was tempted at every point, it's like you going to experience some hardship too. And so you have to know and understand that God is building your faith in the midst of that process. And so now you have a faith builder going on. And so what are you going to do when your faith is being tested, when your faith is being tried, tried, when you're trying to get back and find your way back into the presence of God and finding your way back into prayer and finding your way back to your prayer life. And you saying, no, I want to get my prayer life back into I want to get my fasting back intact. I want to get in alignment with God, but you have to build your faith because let me tell you something, baby girl, that everything going to come out the woodwork just to stop you because they know that you, the enemy knows that you're going to be a force to be reckoned with when you get that power. So that's why he stops you from he stops you from praising. He stops you with his cir with circumstances. He stops you when you're trying to fast. Now that's when everybody want to buy you lunch when you're trying to fast. Everybody want to buy you some breakfast when you're trying to fast. Oh, you're the person that didn't even like you, don't even speak to you, decided to buy you some breakfast. You know, so, so that's what, and you start getting real hungry when you start fasting. It's like you feel like you're dying when, you, when you're fasting. If you're not fasting, you can go just about all day or half a day, and, and you, you stop to realize, hey, I haven't even ate a full meal. But when you're fasting and you're trying to put your, you're trying to beat your body into subjection to God's word, and you want trying to get into alignment with God's word and God's will for your life, that's when the enemy comes and that hunger pains start coming at you. That, that hungry demons start coming and you get so hungry you feel like you're about to fall or you're about to die and you just ate like five hours ago. You only been up for like two hours. And, and so it's like you, the enemy just start coming at you, coming at you. Somebody has some chicken wings. Somebody has just some fried chicken. It's like you start, you start craving it. But you was fine until they, they, they showed up and want to take you out to lunch. But I want to let you know to build your faith. No matter what opposition comes up against you, no matter what tries to rattle your faith and shake your faith and agitate your faith, don't 
stop believing God. Don't stop praising God. Don't stop pushing forward. Because that's what the enemy is trying to stop you. He's trying to stop you from moving forward. So you're not exempt just because you're Christians. You're not exempt from hardship. You're not exempt from persecution. You're not exempt from trials and tribulation. God said that a man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble in Job 14 and 1. And so there will be seasons in your life when you will have to walk through the valley called pain. You'll be walking through pain. You'll be walking through heartache. You'll be walking through everything that's coming at you it's like you'll be experiencing pain on a whole nother level just because God desires to build your faith and sometimes you'll be like God you don't have to build my faith that way you know you could have caused another trial to come up but no God knows what he desires to get out of you and what he wants to surface up so that he can scrape it off the top because God has something for you but you can't get there until it comes out can get there until he build your faith. He got to build your faith. Build your faith. And even in building your faith, it's like God would allow you to have a dry situation. It's like that valley of the dry bones of your situation looks real dry. Your situation looks without hope. It looks hopeless. You don't know how God is going to turn the situation around, but it's like you know that he's still God. You know, he's God if he does it. He's God if he doesn't do it. You know, you know that he's still God, but it's like God would allow some dry situations to come in your path, and you have to walk down through that valley of the shadow of death. You have to walk through this valley of dry bones. You got to walk through this valley of where your situation looks like it's impossible. Your situation looks like it's dried up. Your situation look like there is no hope and you're trying to figure out God can these bones live and God is asking you baby girl can the bones live and you saying no God well you know but God desire for you to prophesy to those bones begin to prophesy to that dead situation whatever that situation may be girl you have to know there's life and there's death and the power of your tongue. What are you going to spew out of your mouth? Are you going to spew power? You're going to spew um, faith? God, build your faith. God is there. God is there to help you. God is there to strengthen you. You got to open up your mouth and praise him. You got to open up your mouth and speak life. You got to open up your mouth and say they shall live and not die. Open up your mouth and, and say, God, whatever your will is. But, God, I'm going to go out on a limb right here, and I'm going to speak to that valley of dry bones because, God, you ask me, can the bones live again? And I said, God, you already know if they're going to live again. But, God, you told me to prophesy. And so, God, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to prophesy over my babies. I'm going to prophesy over my finances. I'm going to prophesy over my marriage. I'm going to prophesy over my mindset. Whatever area in your life that's dry. I need you to begin to prophesy. I don't need you to sit here and start talking about what's going on and talking about what you're going through. No, girl, you can use that same breath to prophesy and allow God to breathe life into that situation. Allow God to allow the bones to come together and they raise up an exceeding great army. And when they begin to start marching, God, you have to allow God to breathe upon the situation. And you say, God, I prophesied the situation and 
and now it's coming together bone by bone, situation by situation. But God, now I just need you to breathe on what I prophesied. So allow God to breathe on that thing that you prophesied to, whatever that situation may be that you prophesied to, now you step back and let God work. Now you step back and allow God to breathe and allow that army to rise up. I want you to rise up, my beautiful queen, and take your place. Take your place. Take your place in the kingdom of God. I want you to type in the chat. I want you to say, take your place. Say, girl, take your place. Girl, take your place. Taking your place by knowing who you are. Taking your place by knowing that you got power. Taking your place by knowing that you can have the ability to prophesy. Taking your place to know that you don't have to lay down right here and let the enemy run over you. But no, girl, rise up and take your place. Take your place, baby girl. Take your place. Don't you allow your situation to, to take you out. Don't you allow your situation to cause you to doubt. Don't you allow what you see to make you lose your mind. Don't you allow what you see to make you lose your faith in God. No, God is faithful. Haven't he brought you out before? Haven't he brought you out time and time again? I want you to praise him right there. I want you to praise God right there. Put, give me some hand emojis. I want you to clap your hands right there because God is faithful. That's why I want you to clap your hands to know that God is faithful. God is faithful. So tonight I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you that no matter what you are facing on tonight, no matter what you are facing in your life, prophesy. Speak life to your dead situation. Don't you compromise your identity to those people who don't believe your situation can, can turn around don't compromise. No, you don't have to conform to what they're doing. You don't have to conform to what they're thinking. No, God already told you. to. I know the situation looks dead. I know the situation looks hopeless. But do you believe me? Do you believe that I can? Speak life. Speak life. So if you don't remember anything else that I said to you on tonight, I want you to remember the three keys that I, that I gave you tonight. I equipped you to be authentic. I encouraged you to develop a mental discipline. And I'm empowering you to build your faith. Be authentic. Be you. Because there's nobody else like you. Be you. Develop that discipline to get you back on this path. Say, God, I'm, I'm going to wrestle with my doubt. I'm going to wrestle with my unbelief. Because God, help me change my mindset to be disciplined to where I will not give up. I would not give in. 
I will not throw in the towel, but no, I'm going to wrestle with my angel until you bless me. I'm going to wrestle with my situation until you bless me. I'm going to keep on pleading the blood. I'm going to keep speaking the faith. I'm going to keep speaking truth. I'm going to keep speaking your word. I'm going to keep speaking your promises, and I'm going to keep wrestling because I know that at some point, there's going to be a breaking of day. I know at some point, God is going to change my name. I know at some point, God is going to raise me up. I know at some point, God is going to change the situation. I know at some point, God is going to breathe on that dead situation and give it life. But God said, will you trust me? You want to find your way back? Will you trust me on the journey? Will you trust me to change you? Will you trust me to fight off everything that's coming up against you? Will you trust me? Will you trust me when I say, if God be for you, who can be against you? God said, will you trust me when my word says so? He said, I'm not a man that I shall lie. Neither the son of man that I shall repent. If I said it in my word, I'm going to do just what I said. Sometimes we can believe people over God. We can believe our friend promises and our relationships. We can believe our spouses and, and friends and things of that nature. But they all let you down at some point. But God say, will you trust me? And I'll never fail you. Never. God, we tell you thank you. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. God, I come before you to pray for every woman and every person, every man, every person that is listening to this live. I pray, God, that you will give them the peace that they need. God, help them to go forward and to do what you have called them to do. I pray that they will hold on to these keys of being their authentic self and don't allow anybody to change them and to cause them to sway or to cause them to change their character for the bad, but allow them to be influenced by somebody that, that is living worth something, somebody that's living a Christ-like life. And, and God, I pray that you will help them, help your people. God, I pray that you will help develop their mindset and change their conscious mind, allow them to not feel defeated, to not feel like you have forgotten about them. But God, I pray that they will press beyond the opposition and press beyond their fear and press beyond what they feel. God, because you're not a God of emotion, but God, you are a God of faith. You are a true and a wise God. And God, you don't make no mistakes. Whatever situation you allowed us to endure, God, is not a coincidence. It's not a mistake, but God is divinely designed because you know how much we can handle. Because God... You are the one that hold the master plan for our lives. And God, we tell you, thank you. And God, we pray that you will help us to build that mental, that mental discipline to not, to not sway when situation comes up against us, to not fall out of the race, to not give up, to not give in, but to keep on moving forward. And God, I hope that you will continue to strengthen us as you build our faith muscles. Allow us to not just collapse under the pressure, but allow us to stand up in the pressure. And God, and allow 
allow us to walk through it. And because, God, we know who we're walking with. We know who we're rolling with. We're rolling with you. And, God, we know that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And, God, if you're strengthening us, God, help us to move forward in the things of God. And to trust you like never before. And, God, we tell you thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I love you, beautiful ladies. I want you to speak life. Speak life to every situation that you have. I want you to speak life. Prophesy to that dead situation. Don't allow anybody to judge your praise. You, you be that authentic you. Praise God even when you don't understand. Praise him. But I love you, ladies. Tap those hearts as we leave. Tap those hearts. I want to see those hearts going up. Did you enjoy this word? Did you enjoy these three keys of being you? Develop your, that mental discipline and build your faith. I want you to tap those hearts on tonight. Tap those hearts. And also, before we leave, this shirt, this Rise Up Queen, this is a movement that God has in my has placed in my heart. And it's not just a, a I say before, I said before that it's not just some words on the shirt or it's not just some words or some cute words on a notebook. No, it's a movement. And it speaks to our faith to remind us to rise up and to be who we are, we are called to be. And so I chose the color red. I'm and I don't even wear a lot of red. I wear a lot of black, to be honest with you because I just love black. I wear other colors too, but these shirts, we have them in multiple colors. And so we're gonna post our, the link to the shop. But I want you to shop that link. Shop this Queen's collection and allow the enemy to know that when he thought he had you, no, you rose out of the ashes, out of the, out of the things that thought was going to kill you, out of the things that thought was going to take you out and cause you to lose your mind. No, you wore this as a sign and a representation of what God was doing in your life, that you rose up and you are becoming who God has called you to be because you are chosen. So rise up, my beautiful queen, and take your place. The front of this shirt says, rise up, queen. And on the sleeve, it says, take your place. So it is a mantra to encourage you of who you are. So make sure you shop the collection. Be blessed. We have other items on there as well. But I want you to support because we are a tribe, and we are in this thing together, and we will win together. God bless. I love you. Good night.